87%. Yeah, that's the percentage of all real estate agents that get in the business today that'll be gone in two years. Let me tell you something, why is there so much turnover in real estate? Because it isn't easy. And because most people don't know exactly what they need to do to get to the next level. Now look, regardless of whether you're brand new to the industry or, you've, or you're a team leader, you've got 40 people on your team and you just wanna to get to the next level. If you're doing 10 transactions a year, you wanna to get to 25. You're doing 500 transactions a year, you wanna to get to 1,000. You're at 1,000, you wanna to get to 10,000. Let me tell you something, you need the right coach. Why? Because Club Wealth is the only coaching company on the planet that will literally guarantee that you will double your income or make at least an extra $100,000 your first year coaching with us, or we will give you 100% of your investment back. This is for people of all levels. Click the link below, sign up for the appropriate tier level, and let's get you a strategy session today. And I promise you, I 100% guarantee you, promise you, that you will walk away with a heart full of gratitude for the time that we took for you because you got so much value out of that call. Schedule your strategy session today. I promise you'll be glad you did. Sign up for a strategy session at clubwealth.com slash strategy session. So we've been asked for a long time to get the Club Wealth uh, TV podcast back up and running. And specifically, we've been asked to cover a broader range of topics and we're going to do exactly that. And so instead of it just being about real estate sales, it's also gonna be about real estate investing and it's gonna be about the five key areas in our life that we need to be cultivating to have true wealth in all five key areas. And what are they? If you look at the compass above me, we've got F, B, F, H, and S, and those stand for family, business, financial health, both physical and mental, and your spiritual life. And all of those topics and more are on the plate today. We are open for discussion about every one of those topics and more. And so what I'd like you guys to do is definitely email us. Uh, just email me at michael.clubwealth.com. Hit me up on Facebook. Shoot me a message on Facebook Messenger. Uh, and tell me what you'd like us to talk about on an upcoming episode, who you'd like to us to have on. For today, we have our guest, Coach Nicole Godet. Now, <laughs> and my enthusiastic co-host, Austin the Man Helixson. So check this out. Here's the deal. For those of you that don't know Nicole, let me just tell you a little bit about her. So Nicole has been a real estate agent for, I don't know, what, nine, 10 years now? Something like that, about 10 years almost? Who's counting, Michael? Are we right about there? Well, I mean, I was licensed originally in Texas in 04 and then got my license here and started doing production here in 2017. Okay, but nine years is pretty close. I was pretty close. And when we met Nicole, when Nicole and I met, her best year ever was, was fewer than 25 transactions at that point in time. Now get this, within 14 months of joining Club Well, she had closed over 150 transactions in her first 14 months. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I gotta pause right here and just share. I, I gotta just share a quick story. The best Club Well at TV episode Ever, Michael. I'm the, I am the biggest Nicole Gooday cheerleader, right? Yes, here. you are. And so I was, I just got to share, share this real quick. I was watching a football game one time and they were talking about how uh, one of the players, uh, Coach Pete Carroll, you know, this, this player had gone in, I, I can't remember who, I think it was Golden Tate or somebody like that. He got into the end zone and he did this, you know, this elaborate dance and this, you know, big end zone celebration and he comes off the field and what does Pete Carroll say to him? He says, you know, next time you get into the end zone, you might want to act like you've been there before. <laughs> anyway, that being said, Coach Nicole Godet 
literally in her first 14 months with Club Wealth, closed over 150 transactions, which just goes to show that not only is she coachable, but she's a freaking baller. Uh, and I gotta tell you, I'm more impressed with her every single day. She's forgotten more about real estate than most people will ever know. Uh, and most specifically, uh, she's very good at a lot of the things that people just don't understand. Google LSA is one of those things. Recruiting is another. Um, there's actually quite a few things that Nicole is very, very good at, working with VAs and ISAs. Uh, and so I'm really excited to have Coach Nicole Gaudet on with us today out of Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And so for those of you that have referrals in Baton Rouge, New Orleans, she actually covers all of Louisiana. And Nicole, aren't you expanding now into Mississippi and I, I want to say Alabama? Is that right? So we have those on our radar uh, for expansion next 90 days or so, but uh, we actually have uh, expansion happening right now in Arkansas and Arkansas. Yes. And DFW. Uh, nice. One of my agents is moving back to DFW. So we're going to start a small expansion there as well. When I, when I think of Arkansas and DFW, two presidents come to mind and I'm not going to mention who they are or why they come to mind, but uh, very interesting. Arkansas and uh, DFW. All right. Good stuff. So here's, here's, by the way, for those of you that don't know this kid next to me, this is my son, Austin Helix. And I say kid, <laughs> It's funny to say that because this kid has probably listed more homes in the last six months than most people will list in their entire career. What is it, 60 homes this year so far? We're, we're right at six months into the year. And uh, what, 97 homes, your first uh, 12 months selling real estate, not bad for a, at that time, 19-year-old kid. Uh, and so he's gonna be my co-host. And what we're gonna do is, Nicole, we're just gonna find out what is working for you. How are you doing this? And most specifically, I wanna talk to you about recruiting really quick. Because recruiting is a big thing for most teams right now, and it's it, it truly it's just like lead generation is the lifeblood of a real estate agent. Recruiting is the lifeblood of a team and team leader. So, Nicole, what's working for you? What are you doing for recruiting? How are you having such success with it? And and what does that success look like recently? Absolutely. So, um, what is working for me is I have a full-time in-house recruiter. Um, we have tried it in multiple ways with VAs, all of that. Uh, wait, wait, so when you say in-house, you mean like local to you in Baton Rouge? Yes, she's wow. two doors down right now. That's a big and step for you. It is, because I've always loved VA. I absolutely still love my VA team, but it makes sense to have a recruiter in-house because they're there. Even though my VAs get a lot of our culture, our in-house recruiter is getting all of the culture and they're able to relay that so much easier um, to our agents. Okay, so what specifically is she doing? I wanna know this because here, I got Austin here, right? And I've been telling you forever that you need to be recruiting, right? Um, but what is, what is your recruiter literally doing on a daily basis? First of all, how many people have they recruited in the last, let's just say a couple of months? Um, so last month, I have those numbers. It, we brought on seven agents last month. Just in one month, seven agents. Okay, that's ridiculous. So that, by the way, that needs to be a tag. Seven recruits in 30 days. That, that needs to be our, our thumbnail for this episode. What, Almost half that. <laughs> that's, that's awesome though, right? Yeah, it's phenomenal. Okay, so what... He asked how many I recruited, Austin, not how many phone calls I did. <laughs> nice, exactly. Well, so here, seriously, what is she doing? What, what exactly is she doing to get those recruits? Is she making calls? Is she sending a text message? Are you doing classes? What's going on? So um, originally we were using uh, WiseHire to do all this, but the recent price increase, we are exploring some other options. 
Um, but literally we were using that as our CRM, um, organizing everything in there. And then the ones that were licensed, we would actually put into our recruiting CRM. The ones that were not, we were reaching out, trying to get them to sign up for classes, but we're not tracking the not licensed uh, as heavily as we are tracking the licensed agents. Um, so let's talk about the licensed agents. Uh, basically, my full-time recruiter in-house is uh, responding to the resumes and job applicants that we receive. Okay, hold on. So you're posting ads on WiseHire. Right. What, what's the headline for your ad? Just give us that. Um, so every ad is a little bit different. We actually just let WiseHire generate the ads for us. Uh, we do four ads in each market. Um, the first ad that we do is just real estate agent. Um, the second ad we do is listing agent. The third ad we do is buyer agent. And then we do a showing assistant ad as well. So okay, each yeah. market, go ahead. Well, that's the next thing. I want to talk about the markets because you said you're doing this in multiple markets. How many markets are you doing this in? Uh, we have five market. I'm like $700 bill, 200 for first account. So I think it's five markets. It might be six that we're doing right now. Okay, that's gold. What, you, you get what I'm saying? Because what she's doing is she's running ads in each of these separate markets. Essentially what you're running is, is four ads, five markets. That's 20 ads at a time. And it's running roughly $700 a month. Is that right? Correct. Okay. It was. It was. What we, so, oh, but that was after the price increase. And so you've been exploring other options to get it for less money. These seven recruits you got in the last month, though, were those from WiseHire or were those some other place? Those were from WiseHire, um, all seven of them. We also have, I'm sorry, not all seven of them. Uh, one of them was a recruit from one of my team members. Yes. Um, so recruiting aspect of it, like Leah is my recruiter. She's making these calls. She is selling the team already on these calls. And then she is selling me on the calls to be like, oh my gosh, I'm going to get you on an interview with Nicole. She's our team leader. She's amazing. So she's using words to, to make it to where people will see me different immediately when they're on the phone with me. Um, yeah. So what she's doing is she's establishing your credibility. Right. Exactly. Yeah. And so that she's and, and also I would I would suggest she's using something we call stating the authority. Right. So she's stating the, the, your authority so that that person wants to talk to you. That's something. Are you are you having your team do that? Mm -hmm. OK, that's huge. That's a big deal. You're really talkative today, by the way. That's I'm awesome. I'm really hungry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have a really bad stomach ache. You don't Get know. this boy some ketchup. ketchup. I know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, okay. so she's, she's stating my authority and I hop on the call. So she sent, she schedules the call with my Calendly link. I have certain times blocked out where I do recording. Uh, I'm sorry, where I do the recruiting phone calls on my perfect daily schedule and I will call them promptly at the correct time. Uh, I literally, if it's a minute earlier, I'm just sitting there staring at my phone until it is one o'clock on the nose. That way I'm prompt to the appointment. I'm respectful of their time and I'm hopping on. I am as organic as possible on that. Uh, just getting to know them. And I start off like with just, you know, tell me a little bit about yourself and start conversating from there. Um, I learn the things that they're looking for during that conversation. And then I make sure I reiterate them uh, during the conversation and making sure that it's kind of like a listing appointment. Mm -hmm. You know, if, if their big why is they want to move to New York to be near the grandkids, I'm going to make sure I'm mentioning that a few times on a listing appointment 
I do that same thing with the recruiting appointments as well. That's huge. Yeah, you want to bring it back to their motivation, right? It's super huge. Yes. All right, and so, okay, so this is huge. So for $700 a month, I mean, literally, in, if you, for $100 per recruit, you got these recruits. But I think the, the real key here, we've got to understand, are one, on the lead gen side of it, uh, we got to make sure that we're putting it out there in enough places, right? It's not enough to just one run ad, one ad in one market. You want to run four ads in each of five markets or more and, and get as many leads coming in as possible. Then you're following up at a deep level, right? I'm hearing that you're making, you're putting them in your CRM, you're making phone calls. You're, I'm assuming you're text messaging, dripping on them as well. Uh, and I'm assuming you're also adding them to your retargeted audience on Facebook. Oh, absolutely. So we actually use a Club Wealth endorsed uh, vendor for that, Listing Salids. Ah, I love Listing Salids. So, okay, so you're taking that audience, you're dumping them all right into Listing Salids, retargeting, retargeting them through Listing Salids, which is, by the way, very efficient and it's efficient, effective, and cheap uh, to retarget through Listing Salids. So that's great. Uh, all right, then once you meet with them, the conversion process starts with finding out what's important to them and then bringing that entire conversation back to what's important to them. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, getting them to pull the trigger right away. And like for some people, like there's one lady I'm working with right now in DFW and she's a newer agent. It's a newer market. So there's a little bit more nurturing that's going to be involved with that just because it's, it's brand new to us. Um, and yeah, just reaching out. I've, I've probably had four or five conversations with her. I'm 99% sure she's going to pull the trigger. Um, but just some of these, some of these agents, do need a little bit more nurturing. And a lot of the times those are the ones that, that actually do really, really well. So they're not like the grass is green agent where they're going to go and hop teams and switch teams. And they're a little bit higher C typically. So, okay. So let's ask this. So what's, what's your conversion ratio? Like how many, first of all, how fast do you get face to face with them? Or is this all done over the phone? It, it, it honestly depends if they are in my main market or not. Um, so I try to go out to the other markets at least quarterly to go grab lunch with my agents, um, you know, drop off signs, drop off team swag and just bring the culture and, and let them feel it as much as possible. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, but what, from the, during the recruiting process, like these seven agents that you brought on board, how far away were they from your, from your core market? One's two hours, one's two and a half, one is four, and the rest are local. So have you met those those first ones you mentioned? Have you met them in person yet? One of them has been by our office, but it was a day that I was at an event. And so mm -hmm. I did not get to meet her, but she has met our team 100%. And um, the others I have not met yet. And, and but I will. When you say they're on your team, this doesn't mean they're in your downline. They're on your team. You're you're paying for leads for them. They're on a 50-50 or better split. They're, you know, this is team members. There's accountability, all that stuff built in for these guys, correct? Absolutely. Guys, I, I hope every are you hearing this? Like this is this should be mind blowing for you guys because Nicole hasn't even met some of these people that have joined her team, and so the key though is you're having these conversations, you're showing up on time, you're following up, nurturing them over long, nurturing them over a long period of time. What's your value proposition? What's getting these people to want to join your team? So that is something uh, I probably should have mentioned that on how I'm doing that is knowing your value prop is extremely important. If you can't sell your team and you don't believe in your team, no one else is going to believe in it either. 
Um, our value prop on our team, like we have our in, inside sales agents, we have a million zillion leads from Google LSA. Um, we have a ton of value on our team. I like to listen to the agents, of course, and really pinpoint on the value of that with each one. Um, but I mean, you really want me to list all of our value? Because I can just keep going. Keep going. I would I love that. Well, go ahead, Austin, you first. the biggest one that you would say? Uh, Club Wolf Coaching and the opportunity. Everyone wants coaching. Yeah. You know I love my Club Wolf family. Yep. So it's allowed to be my favorite if I've been a member for over four years. I agree. I love that you're using that as a value proposition. Tell me how you're doing that. What are you, what are you telling them that, that causes that to be a huge value to them? So a lot of our newer attraction, I've always been a team leader that attracted a lot of like older talent and like agents that have been around for a few years. Um, lately, we've kind of switched where we're getting a lot of the newer agents and the backbone that Club Wealth can, can provide for you is is enormous for their careers um so they need to hop on the, the buyer agent mastermind they need to hop on the listing agent mastermind if they're qualified for that one um, and just get immense in it going to events not only club wealth events but brokerage events team events um getting them to just fully immerse in the culture is is extremely important love it love it that's awesome you know, getting them to immerse themselves in the culture also helps reinforce a lot of the things that you're trying to teach them, right? Because they hear it over and over and over and over again from you. Once in a while, it's, you know, it's helpful to have them hear that from someone who's not you. Absolutely. That part's huge right there. Yeah, that's good stuff. Go ahead. What are you asking? I'll just ask. So after you do your initial call with these recruits, what do you, what do you after from that? What does, that process, what does that process look like after you have your initial interview with the, with the agent? Here's the link. Sign up. Let's go. Seriously. Now, I don't have a hundred percent closing ratio, but like last month out of those agents that I recruited, most of them signed up on the spot or really? you know, wanted to talk to their spouse about it that night and then signed up the next day. So, okay. So let, let, let's, let's go deeper on that. What are you saying in that moment to get them to sign up. So you've had the conversation with them, you've talked about what's important to them, you've talked about your value proposition. What is it you're saying when you're, when you're asking them to sign up? So while that moment is really important to, to say the right stuff, I really think it's just accumulation of the entire conversation. You know, I'm super high S, I made them feel really comfortable with me. Um, you know, I've provided them all of these examples of how we support our agents, our agent successes. And I like to go into like Skylar. She's on my team. She joined us last March. Her first 45 days on the team, she had nine listings from the team wow. in a brand new market that we had zero leads in before she joined. That's awesome. That's and awesome. so I tell other agents, it's like that whole thing that Club Wealth teaches is if one agent can do it, another agent can do it. Mm -hmm. What one person can do, another can do. And if I'm bringing in a brand new agent to a brand new market to us and she produced nine listings, in 45 days, why can't other people do that? Awesome. Okay, so I get that, and I, and I, I think that's super valuable, but what do you say? When you're ready to get them to sign on the dotted line, what do you say? Do you have a script you've memorized? Do you, do you, do you, is it different every time? I mean, what are you doing? It's different every time, but literally it's, it's along the lines of, well, I think you'd be a great fit. It seems like this is marking everything in your boxes that you're looking for. Are you ready to, to go ahead and fill out the paperwork or let's fill out the paperwork today? Let's get started. 
sometimes I know, and I'm respectful, like if they have a spouse and they mention mm-hmm. them a lot, I'll like, I don't, I have value and I know I have value that I wouldn't do this on a listening appointment, but I have no problem just saying, you know, talk to your spouse. It's an amazing opportunity for you. Let's, you know, let's touch base tomorrow and, and let me see where, or let me know where you stand. Um, so I don't have to be listing appointments are a little bit more higher D recruiting appointments don't have to be as high D. Okay. A little more S a little bit of like kind of everything. Cause I gotta be social. I gotta talk to these agents and they gotta like me and, and you know, I've got to make sure I have my systems and all that support and so I don't want to be a pushover either. Well, what I'm hearing you say is that people have to actually know, like, and trust you to do business with you. Whereas, in, in terms of recruiting them to your team, whereas with a listing, they don't need to like you; they just need to trust you. Um, so, but coming back to Austin's question, so let's say they don't sign up that day. What's the follow-up process look like going forward? So we do have uh, tasks that are set up on our CRM, um, but each one we kind of, you know. Like that agent in DFW, I really want her on our team because my focus right now is like, okay, I have one agent in DFW. I have to get more now if I'm going to be investing in all these leads. And so that agent, gosh, I hope she's not watching this, but that agent I'm following up with a little bit more because we have a a stronger need for that on our team right now. And she would help complete a component of our team. So what's that Uh, sound like? It's a lot of texts, a lot of phone calls. So we had a phone call that we pre-planned two days prior at 4 p.m. on a Friday night. I like to get off at 2 p.m. on Fridays. Um, But I mean, I really want this agent on the team and I will make myself available for that. Absolutely. To me, it's, I know I keep going back and forth on like listing versus recruiting and how it's different, but an agent in a market that you're really trying to expand in and focus on, that's like a million dollar listing to me. And so like, how would you treat a million dollar listing? Yeah. You would follow up a little bit more than, than you normally would on like a $200,000 listing. Yeah. I think our California agents are kind of like a million dollar listing. Like that's not that big a deal. uh, But, but, but everybody else in the world is like, wow, million dollars. That's great. Well, you were going to, you were going to ask something. Honestly, man, I wish I could get off on Fridays at two. That'd be awesome. I wish I could sell. I wish I was young enough to have the energy to sell 60 houses in six months. It's not bad. Uh, okay. So other questions for Nicole? I can't think of any off the top of my head. What's your advice to young Austin over here? He's building a team. He's got how many people you got on your team now? Seven agents. He's got a total of seven agents. You've recruited that many in just this last month. What's your advice to him? How's he going to, how's he going to get agents to want to be on his team? If you want to play with the big dogs, Austin, I'm just kidding. Um, for you, I think it's, you are such a high producer with listings and like you don't, like you're at that really weird position of your business to where your foot is on the gas with listings, but you also need growth because you can only get so many listings yourself each year. And the real way to get growth is to have the team and everything. Um, We have two full-time recruiters now, by the way. That's what I was going to say is I think having Maggie, like, kind of take that on for you right now and just keep your focus on the listings because you personally want to make a name for yourself, a bigger name for yourself in Seattle to build that attraction. And then Maggie and your other recruiter is, you know, can recruit to the team for you 
while you focus on continuing to build to build your status in your local market for the attraction. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Mm -hmm. Cool. All right. I think you're doing it right right now. Well, having them, you know, the, the, the challenge is, and I think there's a lot of people watching this right now that probably don't have full-time recruiters. And there's also others that, you know, and, and by the way, those people, they, they need to figure out, well, how can I do this on my own? How do I work this in with my current production? I'm still in, you know, I'm still in production. I've still got to go on listings and I've got to recruit at the same time. That gets very challenging for, for especially a tier two or a tier three agent. Um, and then I think also you've got your higher tiers, your tier four, five, six agents that, you know, they just want to abdicate the responsibility of recruiting somebody else and they're going to do all the work and I'm not going to have to worry about it. And all of a sudden I'm going to have this big team. And, uh, and I'm just not sure that's quite reality either. What would you say to those two groups? For the like tier, you said tier two or tier three unless? Uh, tier two and tier three, I think both go through the same thing where, you know, they're just, they're still in production and they've got to recruit to build their team. How do they accomplish both? And they, and they probably don't have enough money to have a full-time recruiter yet. Well, so tier two is less than 75 units a year. And so if they're doing that on their own, they probably have a really good assistant. But if they're doing that with a small team, their production's probably not heavy enough, like Austin's, for example, um, to, to, like, they should still be able to focus on recruiting. I did all my own recruiting up until a year ago. So, okay, so what you're saying is, did, well, hold on. When you started doing all your own recruiting, did you back out of production right away or did you kind of, were you in production while you were recruiting? How did that go? In production, maybe 20 units a year, if I remember correctly. Um, not like solid. Like if someone's closing 75 units in their tier or 74 units in their tier two and they're by themselves, like they're not going to have the bandwidth. But if they have a small team, they will. So what's your advice? Pick up the phone. Like literally, like you got to get the systems. If you have a VA and ISA, they can help and text and, you know, just pick up the phone. It's, it's literally, don't overcomplicate it. It's not rocket science. It's people will be attracted to what you offer if, if you have your team set up properly. Okay, so... Let's talk about this. What if I'm an agent today, and I don't know if you've ever felt this way, Austin, but have you ever felt like you know, you're just not quite there? You're like your team's not really set up exactly how you want it. You don't feel like everything's it's just- It's never gonna be. Would you well, agree? with that type of attitude, Austin. Yeah. <laughs> but, but truthfully, Nicole, what do you think? I mean, are, do, you, do we first need to dial in all the systems or do we build the plane as we're, as we're going down the runway and just start recruiting people and, and improve the systems as we go along? So your answer is just recruit the whole time. I like to throw in that word uh, recalibrating. Okay. And I know like where I, where I go and actually recalibrate. Um, I have done that multiple times and it's something that I just, I don't know if that's just the way my brain works, but I can go full force like seven agents last month, recalibrate for a week and then let's go again. And it's okay. fine tuning it to where, like it's like in, in gusts for me kind of. And it's like, all right, full force, full force, full, full force. And then 
okay, recalibrate. What can we do different? It's it's analyzing it again and, and fixing it again, but not doing it too long. I don't want someone to recalibrate for like a year, but yeah. a week or two is okay, I think. See, what that sounds like to me is it sounds a lot like the software industry, right? Where they do sprints, right? They'll do like a two-week sprint and they'll, you know, they'll work really, really hard for two weeks on this one thing and their focus is, we're going to get this done in two weeks. Then they take a step back, they look at what they've done, they analyze it, they figure out where they want to go from there, and then it's game on again, let's do another sprint. Um, very interesting philosophy. I like that. I like that. I think it could work. So, well, obviously it has for you. And I know that it probably doesn't work for everyone, but I mean, it's done really well for me. And it's, I don't want everyone to be like, okay, I'm going to recalibrate and take months off now. Like, no, literally like a week or two, you have to time block on your day. Like we had that conversation last week, Michael. And I'm like, I just need till the end of the month. Just give me, and I, I stood my ground on it. Like I was like, I have to do it this way. Like, so. I remember that conversation. Yeah, I remember that. I think it works for me. Yeah, good. Hey, look, obviously with seven recruits last month alone, it's working. So keep it up. Nicole G'day, we really appreciate your time. Austin, any other questions for Nicole? Mm -mm. About this or any other topic? Not that I can think of. I really appreciate you being on with us today, Nicole. This, is, uh, this has been eye-opening for me. I hope that a lot of people have learned a lot about recruiting. And frankly, I hope that they'll implement some of the things that you're doing because obviously what you're doing is working. And at the end of the day, the ROI on recruiting is far greater than the ROI on going out and taking a listing. And so we need to get those recruits on team. We got to not only recruit, we got to retain the best people. We got to uh, get them to revive their production. In other words, we got to get them producing. Uh, and uh, we got to do that on a regular habitual basis. So thank you, Nicole. And uh, we'll see you guys next time on Club Wealth TV. Uh, so don't forget to click, to follow, like, subscribe, wherever you're watching this. Make sure that, uh, that you get to hear more of this going forward. 87%. Yeah, that's the percentage of all real estate agents that get in the business today that'll be gone in two years. Let me tell you something. Why is there so much turnover in real estate? Because it isn't easy. And because most people don't know exactly what they need to do to get to the next level. Now look, regardless of whether you're brand new to the industry or, you've, or you're a team leader, you've got 40 people on your team and you just want to get to the next level. If you're doing 10 transactions a year, you want to get to 25. If you're doing 500 transactions a year, you want to get to 1,000. You're at 1,000, you want to get to 10,000. Let me tell you something. You need the right coach. Why? Because Club Wealth is the only coaching company on the planet that will literally guarantee that you will double your income or make at least an extra $100,000 your first year coaching with us, or we will give you 100% of your investment back. This is for people of all levels. Click the link below, sign up for the appropriate tier level, and let's get you a strategy session today. And I promise you, I 100% guarantee you, promise you, that you will walk away with a heart full of gratitude for the time that we took for you because you got so much value out of that call. Schedule your strategy session today. I promise you'll be glad you did. Sign up for a strategy session at clubwealth.com slash strategy session.